Thank you, Phil, and good morning, everyone, from the Cambridge War Memorial. I'm just at the bottom of Hills Road, where it meets Station Road on the opposite side to the Great Northern Public House. And uh, behind me, we've got Botanic House, which is, of course, the home to KPMG, the accountants, also Mills and Reeve. Got a couple of hundred people gathered around us, plenty from the military, indeed, all of the services are represented here today, the Army, the RAF and the Royal Navy. Let me just guide you through what's going to be happening over the next, I would say, next half hour or so, really. A parade is going to start. It's going to lead off from Station Road, right about Tennyson Road. In fact, if you go along that road, you can see everybody who's uh, gathered there now uh, waiting to join the parade. That's going to go down Station Road and then up towards... Uh, Hills Road and sort of round about the area where the Flying Pig public house is. They're then going to effectively double back and make their way towards the War Memorial. Uh, gathered there at the moment, I can see the face of Mayor of Cambridge, Robert Dryden. Uh, he's there. Uh, alongside him, I can see Cambridge MP Daniel Zeichner. There's also representatives who I've seen from uh, UKIP certainly there, and a number of local councillors as well. I'm told there's also a variety of people here from the university. Uh, so the parade will come down here, be with us, uh, I would have thought, round about 20 to 11. At that point, that's when the service kicks into action. That's going to begin with some speeches, uh, wartime speeches from Sir Winston Churchill. Of course, it's the 75th anniversary this year of the Battle of Britain, so uh, very much a connection there. We then go into the opening hymn, which is going to be Guide Me, O Thou Great Redeemer, and then some prayers and some readings. We'll pause, of course, at 11 o'clock for the two-minute silence, after which the service will continue, and that will take us through to round about half-past 11, uh, give or take. The service is going to be led by Padre Jonathan Knight. I've been chatting to Jonathan a little earlier on this morning. You might have heard that during Sunday breakfast with Phil Rowe. And uh, the Padre has very much got everybody organised here. He was uh, coaching the readers who are going to be doing not only uh, those speeches from Winston Churchill, but also some passages from Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress, uh, which we'll hear over the course of the next hour. Of course, the people behind all of this is the Royal British Legion, a very strong uh, Cambridge branch. Uh, the Legion itself uh, was formed in 1921, Armistice Day, uh, formally adopted then as the National Day of Remembrance. And the annual poppy appeal, of course, is what the Legion is best known for. Its emblem, uh, the red poppy. I noticed that the people uh, from the Legion have been very sharp on the marketing. Myself got a, a wristband on. I did have a poppy, but of course I managed to lose that. Uh, plenty of other people around us are displaying their poppies with pride this morning. So the Salvation Army Band is going to be uh, leading everybody down from Tennyson Road. Just uh, wander up towards the road. I see a fire engine which is actually parked. Uh, just in. I don't think there's any emergency or anything. It's probably there just in case. And on either side of that, we have various people from the military gathered. Also saw some of the Cambridge Scouts as well. And they were uh, getting ready to join the parade. Salvation Army Band then will lead them off in a short while's time. And uh, we'll be able to maybe see uh, the two new captains of the Salvation Army in Cambridge. Captains Martin and Leanne Cordner met uh, with Martin actually a couple of weeks ago on Cambridge 105. He came into the studios when we were doing our homeless uh, Cambridge coverage. Now, of course, as you might guess, a husband and wife type team, and they were previously with the corpse in the city of Norwich. So they didn't have uh, too much of a journey. Understanding is that the members of the Salvation Army, they kind of do a, I suppose you could call it a tour of duty really, for about five years, and that was the period of time which uh, Martin and uh, his uh, wife Leanne uh, were stationed in Norwich. Also looking forward to, uh, to hearing uh, the music uh, performed by Piper Russ McPherson. I'm sure you'll hear the distinctive pipes. We were walking down a little earlier on uh, from the Earl of Derbyshire where people were gathering at the uh, start 
of the morning. In fact, we were there around about half past eight chatting with various uh, people who were participating and uh, listening to the Padres rehearsals. So up by the War Memorial, I think now actually we can start to hear the sound of the piper, Russ McPherson. Piper making his way from behind Ket House at this point. Piper just passing by our commentary position is flanked by uh, some members, uh, Royal uh, Air Cadets from the Cambridge uh, University Training Corps, and also uh, our priests are going to be with conducting the service. Everybody now forming up just outside of the memorial. And uh, we're going to hear now about from the Padre, uh, Padre Jonathan Knight, just uh, moving everybody into position, being regimented, as you might expect, from a military-style event. Uh, young and old are here. I mentioned uh, that the corps are also joining us, uh, many uh, having their education at Cambridge University, as you might expect in this university city. Probably about 50 people gathered immediately round the memorial, uh, people lining on both sides of the road as well. Alongside Piper Russ McPherson, who's stationed outside uh, beneath the War Memorial now, we're now starting to hear uh, the drumbeat of the Salvation Army Band as it makes its way down Station Road and towards the memorial. Brass now evident as well. just a touching distance of Hills Road. Flag aloft of the Salvation Army in Cambridge.
banner declaring the Cambridge Citadel Band. This goes back uh, way into the 1930s. The bandmaster is uh, Major John Mott, has been the uh, bandmaster there for the last 15 years. He was actually the national bandmaster in the 1980s and the bandmaster of the Household Troops Band of the Salvation Army for 25 years until he retired from that position in 2010. His uh, father before him was also bandmaster of the Citadel Band through the 30s, 40s and 50s. So behind the Salvation Army we have members of the military, as you might expect, the army behind them. Uh, we have some uh, scouts. Now what size would they be? Well, scouts divided into four these days. There'll be the beavers and then the cubs and then the scouts and then the explorers after that. Uh, some veterans going behind and then we see some navy people all marching perfectly in step. coming around the corner now and in front of Kett House we have uh, members, junior members of the Navy, Navy cadets and more military. Many have seen active service proudly displaying their medals as they march. And now the Salvation Army Band double back so you have two rows, one going up Hills Road and the other one coming down. cadets now just gently slowing down in order to make sure the pace doesn't get too clogged uh, dressed I guess you'd call it a, a slate grey uh, uniform really from head to toe in, including their uh, berets another group of scouts coming in here now the ones in turquoise they have to be the beavers don't they uh, they're walking right in the front of this particular section from Cambridge Scouts uh, behind them we have other members of the scout movement uh, cubs, scouts themselves, explorers and I was told to mention the leaders as well parade just moving round past the Great Northern Pub. Um, still some people just gently turning round right at the top uh, by the Flying Pig Public House is the best way to describe that. I'm standing outside of uh, the Botanic House, uh, KPMG and Mills and Reeve headquarters as they uh, move round and make their way to form up opposite the War Memorial. Halting proceedings now, gently and turning to uh, face, all perfectly straight, not a, not a movement from any of them. Number six battalion, and reminder, final right, quick march! Those at the front of the parade now turning to face the War Memorial. Roads are officially closed here, but of course we're seeing some cyclists who have gotten off their cycles and gently pushing them through.
group of scouts now joining the main party. Cambridge 105, welcome to the Cambridge War Memorial for our annual service of remembrance. I'm Padre Jonathan, with me is Julian Clover. We're standing here at the bottom of Station Road, surrounded by a very splendid array of old comrades, scouts, soldiers, sailors, airmen. Our Mayor, Robert Dryden, is here. The Lord Lieutenant is here. The MP is here. The MEP is here. It seems that everybody is here. This is a time when we gather as a city and indeed as a county to remember those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice in the act of war. In a moment of silence, whether you're on the parade ground or at home, let us remember the presence of Almighty God with us today. This year we celebrate a number of anniversaries. There is Gallipoli, there is of course the end of the Second World War, VE Day and VJ Day. But the event that we are focusing upon today is the 75th anniversary of the Battle of Britain. Not least, of course, because much of it was conducted from Duxford, like other stations down the road. We remember the gallantry of the British, Polish, New Zealand and other Commonwealth airmen who defended this island at a time of crisis. There is no greater commentator on the events of the Second World War than our then Prime Minister, Sir Winston Churchill. I'm joined on the platform this morning by three members of the Cambridge University Air Squadron. They are going to give you a brief cameo of what Sir Winston said at different times in the war. After the humiliating retreat from Dunkirk, Sir Winston addressed the House of Commons. I have myself full confidence that if all do their duty, if nothing is neglected, and if the best arrangements are made, as they are being made, we shall prove ourselves once again able to defend our island home, to ride out the storm of war, and to outlive the menace of tyranny, if necessary for years, if necessary alone. At any rate, that is what we are going to try to do. That is the resolve of His Majesty's Government, every man of them. That is the will of Parliament and the nation. We shall go on to the end. We shall fight in France. We shall fight on the seas and oceans. We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall defend our island. Whatever the cost may be, we shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall fight in the hills. We shall never surrender. Sir Winston commended the RAF at the height of the Battle of Britain. The gratitude of every home in our island, in our empire, and indeed throughout the world, except in the abodes of the guilty, goes out to the British airmen who, undaunted by odds, unwearied in their constant challenge and mortal danger, are turning the tide of the world war by their prowess and by their devotion. Never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to so few. All hearts go out to the fighter pilots whose brilliant actions we see with our own eyes day after day. On VE Day, the 8th of May, 1945, Sir Winston addressed the crowds at Whitehall. God bless you all. This is your victory. It is the victory of the cause of freedom in every land. In all our long history, we have never seen a greater day than this. Everyone, man or woman, has done their best. Everyone has tried. Neither the long years, nor the dangers, nor the fierce attacks of the enemy have in any way weakened the independent resolve of the British nation. My dear friends, this is your hour. This is not victory of a party or of any class. It's a victory of the great British nation as a whole. We were the first in this ancient island to draw the sword against tyranny. After a while, 
we were left all alone against the most tremendous military power that has been seen. We were all alone for a whole year. Now we have emerged from one deadly struggle. A terrible foe has been cast on the ground and awaits our judgment and our mercy. Officer Cadets Jordan Messiah and Natalie Sinha and George Heathwhite. My grandmother repeatedly used to say to me, Sir Winston Churchill was our greatest Englishman. We now sing a hymn, doubtless one of which Sir Winston would have approved, the hymn, Guide Me, O Thou Great Redeemer. And so we turn to our prayers. As we do every year, we have three members of the university representing the Army, the Navy, and the Royal Air Force. We have the service prayers. O eternal Lord God, who alone spreadest out the heavens and rulest the raging of the sea, who hast compassed the waters with bounds until day and night come to an end. Be pleased to receive into thy almighty and most gracious protection the persons of us, thy servants, and the fleet in which we serve. Preserve us from the dangers of the sea and of the air and from the violence of the enemy, that we may be a safeguard unto our most gracious sovereign lady, Queen Elizabeth, and her dominions, and a security for such as pass on the seas upon their lawful occasions. That the inhabitants of our islands and commonwealth may in peace and quietness serve thee, our God, and that we may return in safety to enjoy the blessings of the land with the fruits of our labours and with thankful remembrance of thy mercies to praise and glorify thy holy name. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, whose true soldiers stand in danger every hour, grant to us, the Royal Anglian Regiment, and to all the forces of the Crown, that having passed through the perils in the wilderness and the perils in the sea, and having known the trials of battle, we may never wander from thy commandments, nor make shipwreck of our faith, but fight the good fight. Amen. Almighty God, who makes the clouds thy chariots and walks upon the wings of the storm, Look in mercy, we beseech thee, upon the Royal Air Force. Make us a tower of strength to our Queen and to our country. 
Help us to do our duty with prudence and with fearlessness, confident that in life or in death the eternal God is our refuge and strength. Grant this for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Amen. Join us in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Comfort, O Lord, we pray thee, all who are mourning the loss of those who laid down their lives in war. Be with them in their sorrow, support them in their loneliness. Give them faith to look beyond the troubles of the present time and to know that neither life nor death can separate us from thy love, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. As we now move towards our act of remembrance, we have, as we have every year, a reading from a prisoner of war, not a modern one, man by the name of Bunyan, incarcerated in Bedford Prison, and the reading is from Pilgrim's Progress. I see myself now at the end of my journey. My toilsome days are ended. I am going now to see that head that was crowned with thorns and that face that was spit upon for me. I have formerly lived by hearsay and faith, but now I go where I shall live by sight and be with him in whose company I delight myself. I have loved to hear my Lord spoken of, and wherever I have seen the print of his shoe in the earth, there I have coveted to set my foot to. His name to me has been as a civet box, yea, sweeter than all perfume. His voice to me has been most sweet, and his countenance I have more desired than they that have most desired the light of the sun. His word I did use to gather for my food and for antidotes against my faintings. He has held me and hath kept me from mine iniquities. Yea, my steps hath he strengthened in his way. Glorious it was to see how the open region was filled with horses and chariots, with trumpeters and pipers, with singers and players on stringed instruments to welcome the pilgrims as they went up and followed one another in at the beautiful gate of the city. Those who grow not old, that we, uh, those who grow not old as we that are left grow old, age not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them. We will remember them.
When you go home, tell them of us. For your tomorrow, we gave our today. live from the War Memorial, Hills Road, uh, Mayor of Cambridge, Robert Dryden, uh, just in at the War Memorial there, bowing his head uh, with the mace bearer walking behind him and returning to his place with some of the other dignitaries who are here this morning. We have Daniel Zeichner, the MP for Cambridge, uh, behind him, uh, Richard Howard, MEP, and Patrick O'Flynn, who was the UKIP candidate in the general election earlier this year. All three dressed in black coats, nodding respectfully, and then again moving back into position. Service will carry on through to around about half past 11. Members now of the military presenting and saluting as they approach the memorial from the other side. The Salvation Army Band strikes up uh, once more. Beautiful accompaniment of the Cambridge Band here. Members of the Royal British Legion passing as well. Organisers of this event in Cambridge. The memorial itself actually moved a couple of years ago. 2012 uh, was in the centre of the road, but then uh, made its way instead to just outside of the Botanic Gardens where it stands today. looking back towards the station, looking for his colleagues that were never to return.
tentatively uh, making a, a march towards the memorial, placing their wreaths and then going back in place, saluting towards the memorial and turning to go back and join their comrades in the crowd. Representatives now of the police make their way to the memorial, placing uh, their own wreaths. Uh, just two gentlemen there representing the police, I believe. And there's the third, slightly out of view. this important commemoration. Military figures as well. I see a gentleman uh, sporting a collection. Must be at least half a dozen members there. Wearing a bowler hat, looking very resplendent. Jonathan Knight preparing to continue with the service. Once more though, first of all, the Piper Russ McPherson. Actually a councillor as well. He's uh, representing uh, Cherry Hinton uh, the same district as the Mayor of Cambridge, Robert Dryden, who was here with the dignitaries a little earlier on this morning. towards the memorial. Some of the older veterans, there's younger ones as well actually from the from the scouts.
the mayor, I should mention, dressed in his full robes this morning, red with various chains of office. And I guess a peaked cap, one might say. listening to Cambridge 105. We're live at the War Memorial in Cambridge for our annual service of remembrance. He didn't know I was going to do this, but I am standing to my right is a young man from the Cambridge University Air Squadron. His name is Officer Cadet George Heath Wright. He goes to Trinity College where he studies archaeology. He's 19 he actually looks a bit younger, but we won't tell him that. Why do I tell you that? Simply because if you look at him and think 75 years ago, that was the average age and demeanour of those very brave men who saved our country in the Battle of Britain. May I please remind you of the words of Sir Winston that we had at the beginning of the service. The gratitude of every home in our island, in our empire, and indeed throughout the world, goes out to our British airmen, who, undaunted by odds, are turning the tide of the world war. Never in the field of human conflict was so much owed by so many to so few. At the, every, at the end of every day on an RAF base, the flag is lowered and there is a service, a ceremony knowing, known as the Sunset Ceremony. That ceremony always begins with one particular hymn. We're going to sing it now. The day thou gavest, Lord, is ended.
God, grant to the living grace, to the departed, rest, to the church, the queen, the commonwealth, and all people, unity, peace, and concord, and to us and to all God's servant, life everlasting, and the blessing of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you all and remain with you always. Amen. There's one thing I nearly forgot, and it's not just me who forgot it, because it's called the Forgotten War. We've heard the words of Sir Winston Churchill on the 8th of May, 1945, celebrating the victory in Europe. Victory over Japan was not secured till three months later. I know all about that because my own father was there in the Royal Artillery. Somewhere in the Far East, there is a wonderful monument on which are inscribed words that we've heard already in this service, but which bear repetition. When you go home, tell them of us and say, for your tomorrow, we gave our today.
Service drawing to a close now. The flags are hoisted high again. Anticipate that uh, the Padre will give us the blessing before things finally draw to a close in a few moments' time. to march away from the Cambridge War Memorial. It starts to begin uh, lining up as they were when they came in uh, with some soldiers in the military fatigues uh, leading the parade. Uh, plenty of flags held aloft immediately behind them, uh, members of Cambridge Scouts. Dignitaries also there now moving away. I see the Mayor of Cambridge, Robert Dryden, uh, also behind him. Uh, we have Daniel Zeichner, MP of Cambridge, uh, Richard Howard, who's an MEP, and also uh, Patrick O'Flynn representing UKIP. The Mace Bearer is behind. We also have uh, the Lord Lieutenant of Cambridge and members of the University. Uh, they're moving away now, uh, looping round uh, just uh, by Kett House, uh, which is, I guess, the square brick building best to describe, uh, which is immediately opposite us here at the War Memorial. Uh, they're moving round and going up Hills Road, and uh, behind them, uh, the military, uh, smartly dressed, many of them in caps and the traditional uniform, uh, they're heading in the opposite direction, uh, down towards uh, would be the Lensfield Road Junction, although I'm not entirely sure they're going to make it all of the way. Oh, maybe they are. Flags we can see in the distance here as they're uh, leading off at the moment. Going in two separate directions, the rest of the group now forming behind and moving down the hills road. I can actually see the flags looping round at uh, this point. The amazing thing about all of this is so often the fact that they simply manage to keep in time absolutely everyone in step with each other from start to finish. Here the youngsters are making a good fist of it as well turquoise of the young beaver scouts and the cubs behind them that's an explorer scouts i believe that's what used to be called venture scouts in days gone by a reorganization of the scout movement a few years ago salvation army band from cambridge uh, moving them off as well fantastic band playing for a band which has been with us in cambridge i think it's the 19 i think it was the 1930s that it kind of got uh, fully underway a group came down from norwich and said ah why don't you start a band applause breaking out now as the uh, procession makes its way past the great northern pub and up to Hills Road. Other members of the public actually coming down who have been standing a little bit further away. Uh, they're moving in now uh, to see the uh, military and other members uh, make their way uh, past the Great Northern Pub up towards uh, the railway station, the direction in which our soldier on top of the War Memorial is looking. Certainly has been a good turnout here today. The weather's been a little overcast, a bit grey though, a few spots of rain which started things off right at the very start, uh, but mostly it's kept pretty dry, uh, which all here are thankful for. Applause continuing as the last of the people in the parade uh, come around now. Uh, there's still a few more of them left. You can see the uh, members of the army and their military fatigues in front of them, members of the Navy. Another group in front, in front of us now, in fact our friends uh, from the Cambridge University uh, Air Squadron, uh, who we have heard earlier giving some of those uh, readings, are moving uh, behind them of course, our Padre Jonathan Knight and other members of the clergy 
uh, Jonathan, whose voice you heard conducting the service a little earlier on. And there's the police car right at the end of the road. Of course, the traffic here has been sealed off since round about a quarter past ten uh, this morning. I say round about, it's a military. It'll be quarter past ten on the dot, really, won't it? Uh, the police just preventing any traffic coming up. Roads will no doubt open shortly as soon as the parade, the last of which now uh, with members of the Explorer Scouts, makes its way uh, past the Great Northern Pub. In the centre, a number of people gathered on the traffic lights. Of course, that's the site of where the memorial uh, once was until it was moved uh, back in 2012 to its position now outside of the Botanical Gardens. Piper McPherson making his way to meeting some people and his uh, standing outside of the War Memorial now. Still a few in the uh, street, just uh, uh, members, uh, junior members of the Navy uh, are making uh, their way towards uh, the bottom of uh, Station Road. Well, that's round about it, I think, from us here at the War Memorial of this morning. We'll hand you across to John Gannon and 60s scene in just a few moments' time. My thanks have to go to Padre Jonathan Knight, who conducted the service, also members of the Royal British Legion as well. Uh, we've had some video and photography conducted here by Sally Nichols. You'll be seeing that on our social media sites over the next little while. And, of course, my thanks to Rob Chipperfield, who's engineered this all so beautifully. Uh, but for me, Julian Clover, can I wish you a very good morning and hand you back to Gwider Street. <laughs>